Welcome to the Business English Podcast, the best place for non-native professionals to learn how to communicate clearly and confidently. My name is Tanya Suarez, and in each episode, you're going to learn specific skills to develop your corporate communication, American pronunciation, and career strategy in order to build the life you deserve. Let's jump right in to part one. In today's episode, we're going to talk about anxiety. Specifically, I'm going to teach you three breathing exercises that will help you reduce your anxiety and increase your confidence. This is especially helpful because as a non-native speaker, not only do you get the normal <laughs> nervousness before a meeting or an interview or a presentation, you also have the potential insecurity about your language skills, about finding the right word at the right time, or what if you don't understand what the other person said? Whew. So that can be a lot. And something that I do with all of my clients is give them these tools, these coping mechanisms to help them center themselves and be able to perform at their best. Something that I see in everyone is that there's a certain level of anxiety when it comes to public speaking. For non-native speakers, I find that just speaking in general can also induce the same kind of anxiety. So what I teach is this, we're going to start with your first technique that I call three, two, one. By the way, if you're driving while you're listening to this, please don't do it. <laughs> this is definitely one of those episodes I would actually recommend that you do while you're at home, not driving or operating any heavy machinery. Okay, that being said, for three, two, one, the first step is the number three. You're going to massage and pull, gently tug your ears in three different spots. So I would usually do like the top, the middle, and the bottom. So go ahead and do that. I'm doing it with you. And here you should feel kind of like a warm sensation. So by doing this, it promotes blood circulation. So you're going to feel kind of a tingle. And sometimes I even feel it all the way through to my legs. Um, and it feels really good, to be honest. For the number two, you're going to pull your shoulders up like you're trying to touch your shoulders to your ears and then drop them. So the one go up and two go down. What this does is it kind of crunches what I call the tension triangle. When you're speaking English and that's not your native language, you often don't realize how much tension you carry in your shoulders. And you often raise your shoulders throughout because of that anxiety and that tension. And so it causes this stiffness. So by doing this part of going up and down with your shoulders, you're kind of giving yourself a little bit of a massage. You're releasing that tension and you also self-correct your posture. So by doing this, your shoulders should be up and confident. Your back should be straight. And then for number one, it's what I just did. You're just going to inhale. Exhale. And the purpose of this is to slow your heart rate, also allow you to begin speaking with oxygen. Okay, so let's do it again. You're going to do three, massage and pull your ears in three different spots. Two, you're going to go up and down with your shoulders. And one. So by now you should be feeling really good. So the other benefit of this activity is with the first one, when you're doing your ears, that blood circulation is really important because it distracts you. So by having triggering some physiological change, you're distracting your anxious thoughts. So it really helps you just be in the moment and not focus on the things that are causing you 
to be nervous. And then again with the second one, with the shoulders, it really just helps you be mindful of your body language in addition to kind of giving you a little massage. And then for the breathing, it reminds you how important oxygen is. And I know that sounds obvious, but you'd be surprised how much breathing plays into the, the process of making yourself feel anxious. <laughs> so that's something that we're going to be more mindful of. Now, this is something for this technique to be extra effective. It's a really good idea to do it before any time you have anything in English. So even, and I mean it, even before listening to a podcast, before watching a show on Netflix, before all your meetings, because what you're doing when you're doing it before, for example, a podcast or watching a show, those are things that are relaxing. So you're starting to, we need to reprogram your brain because right now you probably get triggered. As soon as you know you have to speak in English, it kind of activates all of this, this anxiety and fear. So what we're doing by doing this during, you know, things that are not fear inducing, like a show or, or radio or music or anything, is we're training your brain to do three, two, one and associate it with being relaxed, having fun. So eventually if you do this enough throughout your day, and then you start doing it before your meetings, before you have to speak English, you're going to activate this sense of calm and relaxation. So I recommend doing it all the time until you kind of reprogram yourself and then it becomes a really quick and simple tool that you can use before specific situations. For the next breathing activity, again, if you're driving, please don't do this. I want you to put one of your hands on your chest and the other hand on your belly, on your stomach. In the first one, I want you to inhale, but fill your lungs. So you should feel your chest rise. So only your top hand should be moving. So inhale, exhale. And it really doesn't matter if you're exhaling through your mouth or through your nose, you can do whatever's most comfortable. Now for the next breath, we're gonna do the opposite. I want your top hand to stay still and I want you to fill your belly with the oxygen so your bottom hand should move. Inhale. Exhale. All right, and let's try it one more time. Go ahead and inhale. We're doing the top hand first. Exhale. And now the belly. Fill your belly with air. And exhale. Okay, so the purpose of this exercise, which you can do as many times or as often as you need, is it helps you control the air. And this is something that I use specifically when I'm helping people find their voice. So when I work with non-native speakers, I don't know if you've noticed, and, and, and you know what, I'm the same way. My voice in English is different than my voice in Spanish. And they're both my native languages, but it's just something that happens. When you're speaking your non-native language, you might be taking on a different pitch, a different voice. And that's one of the things that can contribute to the anxiety because your body feels like something unnatural is happening. And I find that the reason this happens is a lot of times, especially in business, when you're speaking English, you usually go into what I call a head voice. And if you think about like, if you imagine yourself on a stage and you're trying to talk to someone really far away and you're like, hey, can you hear me? You feel that pressure in your head. So that's a more obvious example because it's louder. But I find that a lot of non-native speakers will use the head voice even if it's just a regular conversation. 
And again, what that does is it feels unnatural. It's also, it creates a lot of tension. So if you get a lot of tension headaches after speaking English for a long time, this could be one of the things to consider just observing what you do. Now, telling someone like, don't use your head voice, but what does that mean? <laughs> so this exercise is also, you know, to calm you down, to give you peace, but it's also to recenter your voice. So by controlling the airflow and feeling like the chest rise and then the stomach, you're controlling the way that you use oxygen. And so the goal is, um, and I want you to try this with me. So we're just going to try a simple expression. Um, let's see, like, how are you today? And I want you to use what you perceive to be the head voice. So how are you today? And now I want you to put your hand on your chest. Breathe, pull that oxygen down and repeat up. We're going to do this like two or three times. And the goal is to start feeling the vibration, the voice in your chest and in your, in your throat instead of in your head. So we're going to do it three times. How are you today? And it's okay if it feels deeper and a little bit different, just roll with it again. How, how, how are you today? And again, how are you today? So if you're feeling that vibration and it usually has the impact of making your voice be a little bit deeper, that's great. So I want you to really just feel empowered. You know, if look, if you're happy with your head voice and it's not causing you any problems, then you do, do what's best for you. But I find that the head voice usually sounds less natural. It's also draining if you're speaking for a long time. So by being able to just recenter your vibration, your air, it's going to help you have more endurance if you happen to, you know, be giving a four hour training session. It also helps you feel more genuine. And I want you to, you know what, put your hand on your chest and speak, say stuff, you know, just naturally in your native language. And I think you're going to find that it's going to have that vibration in your chest the same way that it did when we were practicing this in English. And again, it's really about finding your most natural voice. And in this case, I mean the pitch, not the, not what you're saying, but how you say it. When you find, oh, it's so, it just feels so good. It's so rewarding because then you start feeling more like yourself. And at the end of the day, that's what reducing anxiety is about. It's increasing your confidence. It's allowing you to feel confident in who you are, in what you say. And the more you allow people to see you, the more you're able to be yourself. And it just has this amazing ripple effect that's going to help you feel like a better person version of yourself, a better person, and a better professional. And last but not least is the body scan. Now this one is a little bit more time consuming, but it's really good, especially if you're going through a moment of just super high anxiety. When those little shorter activities are not really allowing you to release the anxiety, this is a great option. I would say typically people recommend doing body scans while laying down, but since this is for real world application, you can also do it while you're sitting at your desk before, you know, a Zoom call, or you can do it while walking around, whatever works for you. So find, if you don't like sitting still or, or for some reason that causes you more anxiety, walk around, walk around and do the scan. So what I'll do right now is I'm actually going to do a body scan with you to show you what you can think and what you can do physically while you're doing this process. You can always refer back to this section of the podcast and have me guide you through it. Oh, you know what? I'll also try to do maybe like a YouTube video of a guided body scan for you. So you can just put that on, <sighs> hear me talk you through it, and then move on with your day with more confidence. 
Okay, so whether you're sitting down, walking around, or laying down, we're going to start at the top. <sighs> okay, you're going to visualize. I, I personally visualize like almost like an x-ray kind of body scan or like an MRI machine kind of thing. <laughs> like I just imagine this, this blue light scanning through me. So it's going right now. Imagine it, whatever color works for you, by the way. I recommend not red because I feel like that's usually anxiety activating. So pick a soothing color. And imagine that light, and right now it's on your on your head. <sighs> Breathe. I want you to focus on the tension that you might be feeling in between your eyebrows. So that forehead tension. So move, wiggle your eyebrows, smile, and release. <sighs> so release all those muscles in your forehead. All right, and then keep scanning. Pay attention to your ears. Now your mouth. So I want you to get silly with it and just like make a bunch of different shapes with your mouth. So ow, ow, ow. And the goal is to release the muscles and, and kind of see where the other thing about the body scan is you kind of find where you hold your anxiety. And it makes you be very, very mindful. So this is going to help you find your anxiety and also distract that anxiety. All right. So now we're going into your neck. Maybe stretch your neck a little bit in case you're holding it there. Now your shoulders, whatever position you're in, go ahead and roll your shoulders, move them around. I find that a lot of people hold their tension there. So see if that, that's where you have yours. All right, down, we're now towards the rib cage. Expand your rib cage with oxygen. Now feel through your arms, through your forearms. We're at your hands. I want you to wiggle your fingers. I want you to make a fist and then release. Again, make a fist so that all of the muscles in your arms are, are tensed up and then release. And I want you to shake out your hands. Visualize anxiety just like flying, being flung through your fingers and out. All right, put your hands down. And now we're moving through the stomach. A lot of times people, if you're the kind of person who has a very sensitive stomach, a lot of times it has to do with how you process stress. So if at this point you're feeling like, oof, okay, my stomach is kind of mm, doing its thing, <laughs> I want you to try to roll your stomach. So kind of try to make your stomach go into like a wave. And if you can't do that, um, just go up and down with your belly button. So it's basically just activating and releasing the stomach muscles. All right, next we're gonna go down into the hips. Now the hips store a lot of things for us. It could be anxiety, it could be trauma, it could be other things. So here I just want you to kind of move them a little bit. Release. I want you to kind of clench your gluteus maximus, your butt, and release. And if you do that and you notice that it was already tight, that tells me that you're holding kind of tension there. So that's gonna be really helpful for you to be able to just clench, release. Tighten, release, and remind your body you have power over it. You're in control. It's going to be okay. All right. Imagine the blue light or whatever color you've chosen scanning down. Now we're going through your thighs. All right. And I want you, if you can, to kind of try to tighten your thighs and release. If you're laying down, sometimes if you just extend your legs more, it'll tighten that area. Be careful with your knees. All right, speaking of your knees, let's scan down. 
If you can, move your legs in a way that your knees get a little bit of a stretch. Remember to breathe. Now we're gonna go down to your calf muscle and your shins. And I want you to kind of flex your feet so that your calf muscle tightens, contracts, and release. Contract and release. And now we're gonna move down to your ankles. And your ankles are amazing. You know, they carry the weight of the world, literally and physically. So I want you to take a moment, roll your feet so that you stretch out your ankles gently. So everything is very mindful and slow and with intention. And now visualize the scanning going from the bottom of your foot, going up to the toes. I want you to wiggle your toes. I want you to move your feet, flex and point, flex and point. Visualize every time you're pointing your feet that any remaining anxiety is just escaping through your toes. Breathe, exhale, push it out. All right. And now I want you to roll your shoulders again. You're finished with the body scan. Hopefully you were able to identify where you hold that anxiety and that tension. And just by scanning it and by being mindful of it, it's to also help you feel empowered. You know, you got this, you can do it. If you know where it is, you know where to find the movement that helps you release it. Hopefully you're in a really good space physically now. So imagine going through this body scan before you have an important meeting. Oh, it just feels so good. <laughs> so I hope with these three tools, you're able to feel like you have control over your anxiety instead of having your anxiety control you. Of course, you can also improve your English and work on communication. But the two things that I find people don't really, actually three, number one is oxygen, so breathing. Number two is anxiety with the fear of failure, fear of making a mistake. And number three is just acceptance, that you're good enough. Whew. Repeat after me, I'm good enough. My English is good enough. You know, you're gonna find the best way to communicate with what you have. For more business English resources, like articles, videos, courses, and one-to-one -one coaching with me, head over to tanyasuarez.com.